Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and occasional conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. How do you learn new things? Are you like me and read books and other sources of information until you feel confident enough to try? Perhaps you're like others and love watching videos or listening to podcasts to get the same hit of information acquisition, but in a quicker way. As lifelong learners, it seems like there's a never-ending source of learning opportunities until one day you wake up and ask yourself a powerful question. How do you learn new things? I grapple with this question and more in today's episode of Getting Work to Work. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 612. A recurring theme on Getting Work to Work is all about learning. How do you learn new things? And this comes from a place of really loving reading and watching documentaries and courses and listening to podcasts. And the thing is, the older you get, the older I get, the harder it is to really learn new things, as opposed to really diving into the things that maybe you already know or you're comfortable with. And I had a really interesting experience recently where I was watching a coworker rekey a lock. This is not something that I've ever done in my life. It's not something that I ever thought I would learn or be curious about. But the interesting thing was, as I was watching this coworker work, they were narrating the job. They were narrating the task. They were explaining what needed to be done and why. And I felt within my curiosity soaring. I felt the intrigue in the task. And I felt the desire to want to do it. But then I also started thinking, wow, like, how do you figure out that this is the thing that you should learn or that you want to learn this? Because this wasn't even on my radar two months ago. And here I am being exposed to something completely new. Well, as I was considering that, I thought this would be a great episode of the podcast because when you are midway through your career, you might be comfortable like I've been. And you might not want to learn brand new things that not only are you going to be a beginner at, that you'll completely suck at. And so I started writing down everything I possibly could about how to learn new things. And I came up with nine things. And some of them are going to sound very familiar, but others to me are going to be new. The first thing is this, when you're learning new things, forget everything. Forget who you are, forget what you've done, forget what you think you should do. Because when you can not worry about whether it's part of your brand or not, you're going to be surprised at what you're curious about. You're going to be surprised at what opportunities surround you in this very moment. When you can let go of what your identity is and just explore that hit of emotional or, you know, intellectual curiosity, you open yourself up to learn new things. And that allows you to do the second thing, explore broadly. Just like in the story that I told about rekeying a lock, that is about as broad of an exploration as I can get. 
But when you explore broadly, you explore with curiosity in mind, being open to the things that you couldn't possibly consider. You listen to that extra skip of the heart, or you feel that gut response to the things in front of you. But then you also let your imagination soar. You ask yourself this question, what if? You listen to your dreams, whether they're daydreams or those weird dreams that you have at night. And you learn from them. You explore those things that, what if I did that? And once you forget everything and explore broadly, then you can do the third thing. Watch, read, and listen to anything you can. And what's interesting about this is, you know, there's this division between people that read, people that listen, people that watch. And honestly, it's a fake division. Because whether you watch, read, or listen, it's all about that input. It's all about getting that information that you need. Whether it's passive, whether it's active, whether it's online or in person. As you learn the theory, as you learn the process and the tasks, you start to connect that to who you want to be and what you want to do so that you can then do the fourth thing, which is to do the thing, to put the knowledge into action. And honestly, this is the hardest part because now is the time to really make mistakes, to mess up, to realize how much you don't know. And then you go back and you watch and you read and you listen again so that you can do it again. And it's really about this iterative process. It's a cycle. It's being able to learn the muscle memory, to learn how to do these things. And then the fifth thing. This one is an interesting one to me. I was surprised by this. But as you learn new things, you need to open yourself up to feedback. Now, here's where it got interesting. Usually when we think about feedback, we think about receiving feedback. Did I do a good job? How could I do this better? And yes, that's a natural part of the process, being able to be corrected, being able to, to learn how you can improve. But another part of feedback is giving feedback. What better way to learn than to tell someone else how they could improve? And what it, uh, what it does is it connects not only what you know about a task, but what you know other people are capable of and learning how to find the words and the empathy and, and the power to feel like you're making a difference, not only in your life, but in someone else's. And feedback is hard because it requires you to connect all of these things in language. Part of feedback, though, is the sixth thing, and that's to teach others. When you can actually not only watch, read, listen, do, give feedback, but also teach and instruct others on how they can do it too, you learn so much deeper. For seven years, I taught at a community college, and I learned a ton about video production and web design and, and uh, animation, not because of what I've done in the past, but because of learning how to explain it to other people, learning how to unlock that skill in other people. But to me, teaching is also synonymous with guiding, with coaching. 
even though uh, a lot of people will say that a teacher is not a coach and a coach is not a teacher, I personally view them as the same thing, just different tasks. When you teach, you're explaining why you're explaining the theory, but with guiding, you're connecting the what and the how to the why. And so guiding others is about saying, how can you do this better? What do you want? What do you want to be able to communicate with this? But another part of guiding is guiding yourself, making sure that as you are learning, as you are learning new things and maybe forgetting old things, you're guiding yourself toward something new. But none of this would stick if you didn't do the eighth thing. And that is to repeat over and over again. And this is the part of learning that honestly, no one really wants to do. We want to know that we know what we know. And so, you know, we just want to learn it and be done with it and move on. But you have to practice. You have to practice over and over again. You have to make mistakes. You have to analyze your mistakes. You have to learn from your mistakes and do it over and over again. But the thing about practice is that it's not just practice, you know, the mundane things. It's about pushing yourself so that you're growing, that you're learning, and that your knowledge and your experience deepens. So why the second one was exploring broadly, repetition really allows you to deepen what you know. Ninth and finally, all of this is in service of expansion expansion of your abilities, expansion of who you are as a human being, expansion of your abilities to be a valuable team member or a valuable business owner. And really expansion, expanding yourself is about performing, not as a way to hide what you don't know, but as a way to really connect your knowledge, your experience with the people around you. Think of a band. If all a band ever did was practice, would they be writing new music? If a band only wrote new music and never performed it live, would they really grow? Would they tighten as a band? I don't think so. And so as you expand, look for those opportunities to connect with others around you and deepen your experience and those relationships. Now, I'm sure there's so many more things to explain how to learn new things, but really, I think these are nine powerful ways to learn new things, especially as you get older and not necessarily, you know, know how to find new things to learn, especially if you do know a lot. If you've got a lot of experience in uh, a craft or a pursuit, a career, when you don't think that there's anything new to learn, guess what? That is a clear sign that you've got to go explore broadly and find something new to learn. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.